Welcome back, you guys. Another day, another episode. It's the best day of the week. Honestly, I look forward to when our episodes go out. Me too. I get really excited about it because it's like fun. Do you listen to them? Sometimes I get a little like nervous to listen back. Really? Yeah, because I, I have to. Really? Which is funny because I sing a lot and I refuse to listen to myself sing on church. Okay. I can't do that. Yeah. But I need to know what the world's thinking of me because of how crazy I sounded. Oh, see, that's exactly why I don't want to listen to it because sometimes I'm like, oh, that was really stupid. Well, I can't believe I said I that. <laughs> but so, then there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it yeah, was. True. You know, so it kind of makes it calm wow, my nerves a little bit. Wow, it makes us feel better. Yeah, it does. It makes us feel smarter. <laughs> you guys, welcome back to the pod. I'm Sadie. I'm Mar. And this is a show where we're reading books and spilling tea. Amen. And we have a couple things to catch up on. First and foremost, we're back to our old setup. Um, we tried. <laughs> we tried to get spicy with it, we did. fun with it, and honestly, you guys, it's my forehead's fault. No, that's uh, <laughs> that light was bouncing right off. The white was just too much. It was really. It's she. I got exposed. Was, she's too pale. She is too pale for this setup. We cannot do. But this. I like this vibe more. I think. I think it's fun. We're back. So um, that's what happened for those two weeks. But you guys okay. are growing with us. So it's yeah. Like, you're it's growing you're with us and my shiny forehead. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, wait. How was your week? You had a big weekend, huh? I did. I went. Um, I took my students on a winter retreat. So cool. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, we went Friday through Sunday. Okay. And I was really nervous. Yeah. It was my first time ever planning something the whole entire way through. Yeah. And I just felt this anxiety and responsibility sure. of like whatever happens is on me. And yeah. I quickly was like, that's not true. Because like whatever happens is yeah. God, you know. But it's just but like. But there's like, you're the adult in the room. Yes. Like sometimes you're like looking around for the other adult to handle things. And yeah. you're like, wait. I mean, we had six leaders. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. We did. So that was really good. But it's just like the food and the preparation and yeah. the games and the talks was all yeah. my organization. Wow. And so I was like really nervous. Yeah. But it went really well. Of and course it did. our students, they are, they are from rough homes. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of it was just kind of heartbreaking hearing yeah. their stories. But also just filled with so much grace and love from God of how he met them there. That's awesome. And so it's like, I just felt very grateful yeah. that it's what I get to do. That's so cool. Yeah, it was a privilege. I'm so glad. You lost your voice. I did. It's a scratch. If you guys get, you're welcome, by the way, because we all know she needs to stop screaming just a little bit too much. <laughs> I lost my voice. Joel I just speaking too much. literally, when he edits, he just looks for like the spikes. I know, and he, he knows it's me. And right out. <laughs> He said, oh, no. I like to keep it yeah. Uh, exciting. Yeah, so. no, I walked in here and it sounded very, like, gravelly and gravelly. scratchy. You know what? I'm in it's my like mysterious Phoebe, era. It's like when Phoebe, like, lost her voice in oh, Friends and she's like, oh, I sound sexy. Yeah. Like, she's mm. like, I sound good. It and then good. she literally was, like, try, like, her cold got better. Yeah. And she was, like, standing in the rain, like, splashing water her hair, like, trying to get sick again. That's actually what I did. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, she said, literally, I just had to stand outside. Just a little bit. Tell me why it was 50 degrees today. And I said, it's summer. It Honestly, it felt really good today. It felt so great because it's been like 20 degrees. Yes. So literally, I was like, I don't have to put on a coat. I don't I, like it. I felt so great. I was like, wow. Joel got sick again. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> You're like, no. I'm like, that's None of this. why. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to tell you. What? This is not that exciting. Okay. But I'm excited I'm about excited. it. I'm excited. Um, I got a massage on Saturday. <gasps> Those are the best. It was amazing. It Where was my Christmas gift. It was in. I'm not. I'm not saying. Oh yeah, true. Maybe don't mm -hmm. tell me later. You don't know where. Um, <laughs> and it was life changing. It was an hour long, and Aww. literally, I felt like everything just melting away. It was so funny because like two days ago, Joel like like or yesterday or whatever, he like gave me a hug, and then he was like touching my back, and he literally was like, 
you are not as tight at all. Aww. He literally is like, Sadie, that's actually crazy. And I was like, am I really tense? Like, and he literally is like, well, normally you're just extremely like knotted. Mm. And I literally was like, thank you so much. I was like, thanks for telling me. <laughs> thank you. Like, did Joel get that for you for Yeah, Christmas? that was my oh, Christmas that gift. that is so yeah. sweet. So literally she was just like, massaging out everything and I was yeah. like felt my worries go away and then I tried to call Joel all the way back to like let him know I was going and he was like how'd it go I like couldn't speak I was so mentally like <laughs> I literally was like uh after a while he's like just talk to me you get home enjoy your drive and I was like okay like, oh, he literally was like just stop stop trying to talk that is such a sweet yeah, it was amazing. Gift. it was great um and then also cottage cheese on toast no why are we starting off like this? Have you had cottage Stop. cheese? I don't like cottage cheese. <gasps> okay, here's the thing. So my mom used to have cottage cheese all the time. When I remember being little, she would literally have cottage cheese with- That's spoiled milk. With I know, with pineapple and like pecans on it or something. I was like, every nasty food you can imagine together. <laughs> I was literally like, what are you doing to yourself? She's like, it's so good for you, all this stuff. I got- No way. We introduced- and I literally was like, I know it's so good for you. It's got so much protein. It smells yes. really good for your gut. So I was like, I'm just going to give it another go. Mm -hmm. One of the ways I tried it was amazing. I like whipped it up together and then it's like, like breakfast cheesecake thing and okay. baked it. And it was amazing. And I made little like jam, put on top. It's Amazing. It's delicious. I was like, I didn't even know I'm eating cottage cheese. <laughs> it was perfect. And then someone on TikTok was literally like, put it on toast. And I literally was like. I've heard of this. My mom used to do it. disgusting. But I wanted to try it. So I literally tried it today. And I put like um like they had they put tahini on it, but I didn't have any, so I put tahini is good. Yeah, tahini is really good. So I put like seasoned salt and like a little paprika. It was insane. It was so good, and it should not be. There's no way that it should be that good. It was I'm losing delicious. you to the dark side. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know my mom used to do that. She used to eat. Like she put peaches in cottage cheese. Is it, like was a, it a generational thing? That they maybe. were like, eat your cottage cheese, Maybe. I never liked it. I know. I didn't either. But I love this new era for you. Yes. I feel like I'm Especially back. when it's good for your gut. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. It's a growing, maturing era. We're <laughs> 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 eating my cottage cheese. Your cottage cheese. Yes. Um, last thing. I'm doing dry January. Dry Jan. What is that? Where it's like you don't have any alcohol for the oh, month. Oh, amen. Yeah. It's amazing. Come on. It's like so easy. It's more of like I just wanted to... I don't know, like have a clear like refresh of the systems and everything. Yeah. That being said, I found a mocktail that I'm obsessed Cute. with and you have to try it. I want to. And the to. listeners need to try it. It's literally a passion fruit LaCroix. You have to have it chilled, like cold. Okay. Like you cannot be like. From the freezer. Yes, yeah. Oh, from the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> literally can't even pour it out. It's like. <laughs> you have to have it very chilled. And then I do a little bit of lemon juice, just like 100% lemon juice. And then a stevia, and it makes like this foam on the top, almost like oh, wow. like a like a cocktail, yeah. like it looks fancy. It is so good. You got to share that to your Pinterest. I will. Oh, Cute. I will share it to my Pinterest. No, it's literally so good. So I wanted to share it on the pod because you need to try it first off. I do want to try that, and I, listeners need to do it because you it's know delish. what? I'm do, I'm doing something. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm redoing something. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm vegan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love this, this for you. Point, when I met you, you were vegan. Yes, I was. Yes. You know what, people? Say what you want about veganism. <laughs> I love that thing. I can't help it. It's because <laughs> I keep coming back I to it. I keep going back to yeah. it. I think it's one of those things where it's like, it's the only thing that's ever worked for me. Yeah. To be like, feel completely healthy. Yeah. And then I always get off track. 
That's and then how I'm life always goes. Like, oh my, I know, but I'm tired of getting off track. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I it's I a new just, year. She wants to go for new it. New year, new me. We're yes. going for it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I've realized that because in here we're talking about joy today yes. in our book, you know, and I think I've re- recognized that there's joy around me, but I'm not really feeling it in me because well, of how yeah. I feel about myself. Okay, yeah. And so I was like, I need to fix that. There you go. So I don't have to keep feeling that way. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So she's a vegan. Oh, I'm excited for this journey. Thank you're you. going to have to share your vegan, like when you're trying different things, yeah, you have true. to tell us what you enjoy. Yeah, true. Because I feel like, honestly, I feel like there's so many vegan things out there, but there's a lot, they get yeah. a bad rep because you don't really know what's it's good It's very what's easy not. depending yeah. on how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look at us go. I'm a, I'm almost done with drugs yet. Actually, when you guys are listening to this, it's the 31st, so. True. I'm done. Oh my God. So turn around. Glass of wine. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Back on the grind. It was literally so, it was like almost a non, like I forgot I was doing it. Like mm-hmm. there just have not been any scenarios where I'm like, oh, but yeah. I feel like it's a, a fun thing to do. But yeah, those are my um, catch up. And I'm back on my workout grind app because I got sick in December mm-hmm. or not, not sick in December. I left and um, went to Arizona for half of December. Then I came back and got sick. Yeah. And I've been loving YouTube. There's a series. So there's a move with Nicole, mm-hmm. who's like a Pilates girl. Yeah. They're hard. I believe it. Oh my gosh. They are so hard. I did literally a 10 minute one. I was dying. My legs were like trembling. (laughs) I literally was like, this is so insane. Have you ever tried Grow With Joe on YouTube? Stop. Have you? That sounds crazy. Oh my gosh, you you in your mind. I well just all the time. Not, but then grow with Joe. Is Joe a girl? Yeah, she's a girl. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, you might want to try her. She's really good okay. too. She's all about strength training in your home okay. without using any. Yeah, and Amazing. it's super fun. Yeah. I've been loving and it. And she's just had a baby too, so she's like <gasps> her stuff is yes. like, you know, fixing your core yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, I did one, like I did a whole series. Um, it's called like postpartum TV, I think is like mm. her handle or whatever. Yeah. But she does like tons of like C-section recovery nice. and like all of those kind of workouts. So for a while I was doing those. It's humbling. <laughs> it's humbling. I was like, I my core used to be like one of my strongest yeah. like, things. Like Joe would always be like, I don't understand why you like abs. Like, and I loved doing them. <laughs> and now I'm literally like, oh, it's gone. Uh, but it's fine because it brought tests. So who cares? Yeah, true. That's exciting though. Back yeah. on your workout grind. No, I love it. It makes my brain like... It is so insanely helpful for my mental health. And I never even understood what that meant before. When people be like, I work out not just like to feel good, but like for my brain, I was like, whatever. But then actually in COVID, um, Mm -hmm. one of my friends, she like let me work out. She was like, you know, you have COVID bubbles or whatever Mm -hmm. people talk about. Anyway, she was like, we would work out together in her gym in the morning. She would like had a whole workout plan. And it like, it saved me. Like Mm -hmm. it mentally, I was like, Every day I know, I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't know what's going on with my family. I don't know what's going on with all these people. But I will show up and I will work out. And like that's there. And it was so good. And that was like, it just was the best thing. And then I got into F45, which was like a gym I did Mm. in Arizona. Um, And it was just the best. But anyway, yeah, it's like so good. It's so good. When I get off, like you're talking about when you get off like a vegan grind. Mm -hmm. When I get off any kind of, even just if it's like five minutes, if I get off that regularity, I can definitely tell like a difference sure, in my brain. Yeah. So we're back on we're it. Back. We're back. Oh, we're back on it. We're growing. It's a growing year. It's Grow with gr- Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. This book, Sparking Joy. Wow. It's, Is it sparking or spark joy? It's just spark. Oh. <laughs> but I'm saying it's sparking. <laughs> well, I was just like, did I read the right book? No. It's like, I- 
because she's got a few of them. She does. She does. This is her follow-up to her most <coughs> famous book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. That yes. was like her number one New York Times bestseller. Yep. This is Spark Joy by Marie Kondo. And a lot of you guys will know like the Marie Kondo method, or it's called the Con Marie method mm-hmm. of like her tidying up and all that. Um, this book actually came out 13 years ago. So it came out in 2011. Um, and it is amazing. Yeah. I fully was like, shut the book. And I literally got up and I was like, I am tidied up. <laughs> I was literally like, moved this, throw out a plant. Like literally, it was just- Throw out a plant. Oh, I'm dead serious. There was like a dead plant that's been on the top of my bookshelves. And I keep looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. It bugs me. And I'm usually pretty good about the second something like that annoys me, it's yeah. gone. But for some reason, I wasn't. It was too high up. Oh, and so I literally was like, it made me another time. Gone. So the, kind of the whole, the quote at the end of the book that I thought. Sadie. Oh, yes. This came out in 2016. No. Spark Joy by Marie Kondo. 13 years ago. 2016. <gasps> January 5th, 2016. Oh, well, my Google lied to me then. <laughs> Correct. I could be wrong too. Possibly 2016. Are it's you just sure? like, yeah, Spark Joy. And then it says release 2016. Okay. Correction. It came out in 20. Maybe it was her other book. She's been talking about it for years. She's though. been talking about Spark and Joy and Spark- l- for a long, <laughs> long time, you guys. And it's Spark Joy today for Amen. me. So yeah, the quote at the end of this book that I thought we could actually start with is it says, To put your house in order is to put your life in order. Mm. And I was like, Amen. That's a like word. literally, if you walk in and your house just feels chaotic, messy, dirty, it's just it's like reflected in your state of mind, it I feel is. like. It, it just is. makes your head feel like, okay, you can't focus on anything. So this book, basically, it starts out with the six basic rules of tidying. So I thought we could just real quick rattle them off for yep. you guys because I do feel like this is at, coming out at the end of January, but it is the start of your year. So if you are feeling like just not inspired in your space yeah. or you're feeling like it is just not what you want it to feel like when you walk in. If there are projects that you've just been looking at and putting off, like this is the episode for you. This will get you encouraged. This will give you, we're going to literally give you exactly stuff from this book because I do feel like this is an episode that could be just really helpful. Cause yeah. honestly I was reading this book and I was like, I am getting to these projects. <laughs> like it just, it was like the little push I needed, yeah. but you, before we get into actually those six rules, you are familiar with this book. Yes. Because you yes. had a minimalism era. I did have a minimalism. I'm still in my minimalism era. You wanted to have a tiny house for a while. I still do. Oh, I but you want do. a cottage. I still, yeah, okay. a tiny cottage. A like tiny a, house on a cottage land. No, no, it's just a, like a tiny cottage. Yeah. It's still a tiny house. <laughs> She's like, like, a tiny cottage, massive property, please. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, when, yeah, when we first moved here uh, about five years ago now. Um, <gasps> five years. I know. It's been a long time. Wild. I know. And so, we, yeah, we moved here five years ago, and I just recognized, I mean, we brought everything we had from our parents, you know? Yeah. And it was just, there was stuff everywhere, and it was, and I didn't like it. I don't like to clean. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 wait. I You don't like to clean. I know. Hear you love out. a clean place, though. Yes. You are like a girl that loves, like, things being clean. Yes. I love, I love things being clean. Wait, I don't do you like love them. tidying or cleaning? Because she made a very big difference. There's, there's a book. difference. There's a in difference. In my head. I'd like to clean as in the way if Hunter always knows if I'm like experiencing anxiety or if I'm angry because the first thing I do is I pick up a rag and I start scrubbing that place down. So it's like a weird coping thing for me, but it's also not something that I enjoy doing. Like I'd rather be doing something else if that makes sense. And so it's like I just noticed that I was cleaning so much that I didn't have time to do any of the hobbies or other things that I wanted to do. And so in that 
part is when I started really digging deep and I found this, I found Spark Joy. Um, and then it kind of just led me into the minimalism um, lifestyle, which is what we have adopted into our own home. But it took a while. And that's like one of my word of advice. Like in five years, I'm still not perfect at it. Oh, of course. It you know, a, a lifetime, I feel like, of practice and being so careful about what you bring into your For house. For sure, yeah. Yeah. But that, when I... It, it's so true about how I work, at least, is when I see clutter, I'm feeling it. And if I do have clutter in my home, it's it's a really good representation of what's going on in my mind. Yep. And so it's like we try really hard to— Hunter loves to sneak things in there. <laughs> loves to do it. Um, but, yeah, we've we've adopted this into our lifestyle, and we love it. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like it's so helpful, especially for me. It was always like I— this book kind of felt very affirming to me in some ways because I am a throw it out girl. Mm. I'm like, don't know, don't need it, throw it yep. out. Like when you helped me move that one time, I was like, gone, yep. throw it out. <laughs> I, I, Joel's always like running behind me, be like, hold on, hold on, we might actually be there. Please stop. <laughs> and so for me, I've had no problem almost to a fault of like even sentimental things. I'm like, mm. read the note, beautiful, throw it yep. out. Like I'm like, like, me like, too. So bad with that stuff. But then it was really. It was affirming to like hear how to do things, I guess, and mm. reaff reaffirming of like, no, it is a good thing to be like really like tidy and good at throwing things out. But then I loved, I always get stuck at how, um, how to do something. So I'm like, mm. if you tell me how to clean something, I know that sounds so dumb. So like you take the tub. Yeah. How to clean the tub. No, there is a right and wrong there way to clean things. There is a right and wrong way. And so, but if no one's told me like, oh, For get sure. this spray or you use this squeegee and you just, this is how you do it and done. Yeah. If you tell me one time, I will do that forever. Yeah. Like, but I get stuck sometimes on the how to do the things. I'm like, do I wipe it down? Do I use this spray? Mm. Do I scrub? And that sounds so silly, but I'm like, if I know how to do it, yeah. I will do it. So I literally have like researching stuff. And so I feel like this book gives you, it, she leads no Stone unturned. Yeah. No purpose <laughs> has not been cleaned because she will literally go into every single yep. tiny detail. So the six basic rules of tidying. Number one is commit yourself to tidying up. Number two is imagine your ideal lifestyle, aka Pinterest. Amen. Uh, and number three is finish discarding first. So that was actually something that threw me was she said, you don't go through what you want to throw away. It was like you, you like keep you only t t like go through your stuff and keep what you want. Everything else is thrown. Yep. You don't be like, oh, I don't use this. I don't use this. Yep. It's like, no, keep what you want and throw everything else. Yeah. Um, number four is tidy by category, not location. Mm -hmm. That one got me. And then number five, follow the correct order. So she firmly believes that there is an actual correct order to tidying. So it's clothing first, then books, papers, and then kimono, which is uh, Japanese for miscellaneous. Mm -hmm. So in the rest of the book, she says kimono. Not kimono. Don't get that twisted. Um, <laughs> and then lastly, sentimental items. And then the last, the sixth rule of tidying is ask yourself if it sparks joy. Yeah. And so literally she starts to go into those different rules. So I just thought that was interesting too of being like, did I would have never been like, you have to start with clothing first. Like it just, I See, don't know. That's what I did. Okay. But it's only because that's the most of what I had. Yes. Um, I think that's why she does that. Yeah. I think it is like, the majority of we love to have. accumulate clothes. It's so easy. It's very easy to do because you got all the different seasons, and then it's like very easy to go to the store and like pick something up. And so that's that's what I did. But I will say I did not do categories. I okay. did do location. Oh, so you literally said screw you. I did. <laughs> I think it's also like she. It's so good if this is your first time doing something and you want a specific way of doing it. I think she does a great job with that. But I also think. Um, 
when you start to adopt it into your own home, you're going to do things a little bit differently. Totally. You and know? once you, I feel like once, yeah, you get the basic principles. Yeah, you do find what works for you. But I yeah. do, I was like immediately thinking, oh my gosh. like. But the clothes are so accurate though. Mm-hmm. It was very, the second I got rid of my clothes, I was inspired to get rid of everything else. I'm sure. Because yeah, it is one of those things that's very easy to accumulate. And the thing that's hard is like from moving from Arizona to here, mm-hmm. Arizona, my whole wardrobe was for outdoor, like yeah. sunny, breezy, warm weather. I moved here and I had to basically, I'm like, had to start accumulating sweaters and mm-hmm. coats. Like I had maybe two coats before I moved here. Yeah. Now I'm like, you got to get a bunch of them because mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many different like situations. I don't know for different like coats and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I literally was like, wow, I feel like I have two wardrobes kind yeah. of. Like I have my summer war- Arizona wardrobe and then my like Washington for sure. cold weather wardrobe. Or if you if you are in a business job, yeah. it's like that's not something yes. that you're usually wearing just around your house. And so I think that's how people accumulate tons of different things too yeah. the, from their jobs. Yeah. So the first chapter is called Honing Your Sensitivity to Joy. And I thought this one was interesting because she really just goes into like the difference between tidying and cleaning. Mm-hmm. And so she says, tidying deals with objects cleaning deals with dirt. Yeah. So she basically says clutter accumulates when you fail to return objects to their designated place. Yep. So tidying actually ends up you confronting yourself. So like you're talking about when you walk in, you see the clutter and you see everything around, you are basically looking in a mirror of like, oh, I yes. have been busy. Or yes. I have not been consistent or I have, because you're looking at your items mm-hmm. that typically are somewhere else. Yes. But they're strewn all around the house. So then you're like, oh, that is me. Where then she said, in contrast, dirt accumulates all of its own accord. Mm -hmm. So therefore, cleaning means confronting nature. Yeah. So instead of you having to worry about yourself, it's like if things are just dusty, that's not your fault. If things are dirty, if the mirror streaked, that's like things are going to accumulate dirt. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was a very interesting, like, designation. Yeah. It's like a mental battle because yeah. right now, like when we came back from um, Pennsylvania, the kids got a lot of new clothes. And so, but we came back and got thrown back into work and him, my hunter, hunter doing school and stuff that I literally just threw them into their room, right. you know, but right now Ace's room, there's clothes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I walk in there, it's, it's a mental battle because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so irritated. It's yes. there. But then once again, you're like, but it's there because I put it there. Right. It's like, you you're know, like looking irrit- around for someone to get mad at. You're like, it's I'm, me. It's looking at myself. I was like, <laughs> literally today, I was like, can someone just pick this up? And Hunter's like, what about you? And I was like, wow. <laughs> Touche, but dang. You're okay. like, okay, <laughs> that's not what I needed you to yeah, say. I know. No, I have the same thing actually. Like the shelves for Tess, like it was like the top shelf with all of her like newborn stuff. The middle shelf was like all of her like six to nine. The bottom shelf was like, empty mm-hmm. and now all the stuff in the top is at the bottom she doesn't fit anymore <laughs> so it's all moved up and now I'm like so now I have to go through and fold yes. everything figure out what to store what to not it's a process, like, it's a process. Um, so I thought that was interesting for you guys to like just know that tidying and cleaning in this book means different things and that helps you kind of even understand okay am I going to tidy the house right now I'm going to clean the house like mm-hmm. very different things do you ever put your house to rest oh I do a closing shift every night so do we yes so I feel like we. it's the biggest game change I usually do it like one of us will bathe Tess and then one of us will like do the tidy. And nice. I feel like it works so well because then I come out of like putting her to bed yep. and the house is clean. Yeah, it's so nice. And then we can relax. Yeah, I can't. It makes me, like it sets my mood for the day. I feel like if I walk out the next day and every all the toys are so out. 100%. I'm like, oh my gosh. Because then he just comes out, Malachi just comes out and brings out more. Yeah. So the rest of the day is just trash yes. basically. Yes. So, the biggest yeah. thing for me is the dishes. If there's dishes out, dishes. it drives me insane. And so I even told Joel, I'm like, if we can't get to it, it's it. I'll be okay. 
but they cannot be on the counter. Yeah. Get them in the sink, in the dishwasher. Yes. So even if they're just in the sink, but they're outside, not clean, out that's better for me. Like, yeah, me I'll too. still, like, I can just mentally, I'll be like, okay, you need to put that away. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all right. Everything's yeah. super fine. But she does go on to say everything needs a place to belong. And I'm a big believer of that. Of Like, if there's, if you don't have a place that that item stays yeah. normally, it's going to just always be clutter. Yeah. Because it's, there's nowhere for it to go. Like, if there's no place that it will normally be put away, it's just going to be floating from yeah. room to bookshelf to bed to, like, it's just going to always be around. Yeah. So she said, you've got to have a place for everything to belong. And then she says, no matter how messy your house may be, Tidying deals with physical objects. So no matter how much stuff you own, the amount is always finite. Yes. I love that because it does feel sometimes when you like think about right now, me thinking about going through my clothes, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it feels like a never ending project. It's going to be horrible. But she's like, no, it deals with items and there is an end to that. You don't own an infinite number of things. You own only a certain number of things. So it will be that. Yeah, you, like you, it's going to start. You will see the lights. Yeah, yes, you will see the light at some point. <laughs> yeah, and I thought that, like that was really interesting of like, no, there is an end. Mm-hmm. The, you you got to do it. You got to yeah. do it. And so she says, you can only transform your lives if you sincerely want to. Oh my gosh, I wrote that down too. <gasps> yeah. Because that's really true in a lot of different ways, not even just like the things that are in your household. Yeah, 100%. Like, if you want to do it, you got to do it. Because I think I found myself last year specifically saying that I wanted to do a lot of things, but then not doing them yeah and asking myself it's like well did you really want to do them it's like there might have been like a smidge part of me that went but not enough to actually go out of my way and make it an action yeah you know so i don't know if that's there's a lot of ways that you can talk yourself out of things it's yeah. like very easy to be like oh it seems difficult or like for me i mean even doing this podcast like at the start you know you talked yeah. to me for like a year <laughs> about doing this and i was like absolutely not because mm-hmm. it's very easy for me to be like self-deprecating or get in my head or overthink mm-hmm. what i say or be like i'm not i don't have anything that's beneficial for people to hear like mm-hmm. there's so many ways you can talk yourself out of doing something and yeah with cleaning and stuff like that i feel like the easiest thing is just like oh it feels like it's going to be a lot of work yeah. oh it feels too much like there was um before way before this book it was like last year but we have a like coat closet and we put our shoes at the bottom of it like the wind shoes we using that season mm. and we didn't get a shoe rack and so they were all just like piled in the bottom yeah. and every single day i put on shoes every single day <laughs> i would take off shoes and i would look at it and be like i hate this closet i hate this closet. Yeah. and so finally i literally just like drove 10 minutes to target <laughs> got a freaking shoe rack pulled them all out vacuumed it mopped yep. it put the shoes in i literally was like how hard it makes was a big that? difference, yeah. It makes such a big difference if everything has a little home, like if everything has a little place. Yeah. So yeah, there's so many ways to talk yourself out. Don't talk yourself out. If you really want to do it, that's how you will transform your life. You gotta really sincerely want For to. Sure. And then chapter two was how to fill your home with joy. And I thought this was really cute. She said, a joy-filled home is like your personal art museum. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so sweet because it's so funny. You go to art museums, you go to galleries, and you're like walking around and just all these really interesting things to look at that have a story behind them or like a purpose or just like the colors are interesting, mm-hmm. whatever. And she literally was like, your home can be your own little personal yeah. art museum. Like everything in there can have a story, can have a reason it looks pretty, have something why you like it in there. This helped me a lot because I used to have this pressure of um, 
it needs to look exactly a certain way. Like maybe even that Pinterest lifestyle that people like, like it needs to look like that. But then I found myself putting things on my wall. So I'm like, it, but I would ask myself, does it have a purpose? I didn't yeah. really ask myself a lot. Did it bring me joy? Okay. Um, Cause like I didn't buy it unless it did, you yeah. know? Like, so I think I, like, I didn't buy it. If it was ugly. Okay? I, didn't, I didn't buy ugly crap. You know? <laughs> no. But I would ask like, does it have a purpose there? And a lot of times the answer was no. It's like, they had no story to it. When I looked at it, like I thought it was pretty, but it had nothing to do with like my home. And so I think I started replacing decor that doesn't matter like and hear me out if you're a person that likes looking little sayings i understand but it's not me i just don't like the granny the thing the no i'm not a live out love <laughs> no i don't like it and so it's like i, I started picking pictures of our family up or like even scriptures and things like that and that brought me so much more joy instead of putting myself in this little box because you can make any area look beautiful with the things number one that you already have and then two things that are meaningful to you. Because you're not trying to impress other people who are walking through the door. You're the one that's living with it. Right. So it's like that's I love that she said that. Yeah. I feel like it's so important to literally have a reason why it's there and to love it. Like I always have say, said that to Joel where I'm like, I want it to be functional and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everything we own. I want it to be there is a there is an actual reason we own it. Yeah. But then I want to like looking at it. Like, yes. And that's how your home slowly becomes a place you love living in because you're like, you look around and you like the way everything yeah. looks <laughs> and it all has a purpose. It's not just like random yeah. stuff, you know? Um, and then she had a quote. She said, I have discovered three common elements involved in attraction. This is like talking about items. She said, the actual beauty of the object itself, which is innate attraction, the amount of love that has been poured into it, which is acquired attraction, and the amount of history or significance it has accrued, which is experiential value. And I thought that was actually really interesting of being like, there's different reasons like you have something, whether it's literally just a beautiful thing and you yeah. just like looking at it or there's so much love and care and like time that has been put into this thing. Like it, when she said that, it made me think or in the amount of history or significance that mm-hmm. it has, there's this tea set. It's literally um, a little like uh, Japanese tea set that I have like on one of our shelves and it's because Joel bought it for me when he we were first dating. We weren't married. He went on a trip to Hong Kong and he was there for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And he brought that back for Aww. me. And it's so beautiful. And I it was so funny because I just, I was not thinking that way. So <laughs> I went on my summer trip and I brought him a mug. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like. You can pour your tea in oh, there. I literally went to like some stunning places and I think I got it for him in Maine. That is so funny. I went to like Out of all Budapest, places. Literally stunning in Hungary. And I literally, then I in that summer, I went to like Delaware, Maine, other places, and I brought it back a mug from like the boardwalk. Was he like, wow? He was so sweet about it, of course. Obviously. But so, like that, but I, when she was saying that there's like different reasons things have value, I was literally like, yeah, I might not use that every day, but like that has a story for me. And like yeah. the fact that he was literally in Hong Kong, thought of me, Aww. picked it out. I was like, I will never give that away. Yeah, like it's just sweet. so sweet. But I'm also not a very sentimental person. So mm-hmm. there's very few things like that. Yeah. So for me, I don't know. I don't know how you are, but. I'm the person that throws away the thank you cards a sec- or the thank you a birthday cards the second I get them. Same. I will like, Same. unless there's like, there's a sweet I actually think there was this one card. I might have thrown away by now. Sorry about this. But Is like, it mine? Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, there was a sweet card from like you and Joel. Yes. And it was so sweet. I loved it. And so I put it on my fridge because I liked reading it yes. all the time. Like things like that Aww. I really loved, you know. But then I'm also the type of person that like I circulate. Yes. I circulate where it's yes. like I can only have one card on the fridge. A hundred percent. 
that ne- we are not having a gourmet of corns. Yes. What's mean gourmet? Gourmet is like where it's a uh, crafted, handcrafted. There's a lot of work into it. It's like food basically all related. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, if we're you're gonna have a gourmet sandwich, it's like all the ingredients are artisan and like hand picked nice. and fresh, wow. and yeah. Okay, well, gourmet. Cord. So I don't know if you meant that. <laughs> No, I just get like array, an array of yes. cards. Yes, array, beautiful. Yes. Love it. Come on, we're, yes. we're growing. We're <laughs> <laughs> but like sentimental things, I think I I don't, mm, like there's things where if someone sends me a voice memo or a voicemail, I'll keep it. Oh, that's sweet. Um, Or if it's like someone sends me a sweet text that really meant a lot to me, I'll screenshot yeah. it. But other than that, it's like I don't. I have found very like secretish ways, hidden ways around our house to like store Sentimental things mm. that actually is I have an everything box. Oh, sweet. I love that. I like, do you have one? A lot of no. women. Oh, really? It's like there's like little pictures in there from like old friends or I like, have, you know. Yeah, I have um like this accordion like filing folder type thing where I have like all of our like boring document house things mm-hmm. that I need to keep. But then I have a section that's like all these random like photos and things. Aww. But then I have, yeah, like a little box that's like, it's not a box. It's like a book, but it was so cute. It was like years ago, but Joel gave me as a gift, and he like Joel hollowed. Is I know he was good. He hollowed out the inside of this book, so it has all of these like little memorabilia from Aww. us, like a Aww, whole relationship back sweet. to when we're dating. But it's on our bookshelf, so like you think it's just a book, but it's like I'm finding it. The next time I get there, I'm like, where is this? This is book? why I was like not gonna say it because I'm like, <laughs> it's so sweet because I don't know if anybody knows that, but it's literally like yeah. it's literally all these little. It's like the ticket stuff from our first Aww, date where he held my hand, or not even our first date. It was where we went, like, to— I went to this movie for— Guys, we're getting off track. I'm no, No, but I went to this movie that his guy friends invited me to. He's like, hey, we're going to a movie for Joel's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we'd crush each other, whatever. He held my hand in that theater for that movie. We had not, mind you, talked about dating anything. He just, like, made that move. Aww. Like, we were there with all of his guy friends. I was the only girl oh. because they were trying— They know what they were doing. Yes, they did. But then he— did, And so it has, like, all of those things, whatever. And that stuff brings joy, it though. It brings so much joy. But it's, like, also a way to store it. Like, yeah. there is a purpose. Way. And it's got, like, I'm never going to give that away. And she know? talks about storage, how your storage really matters. Yep. Yeah, she does. She gets into that, honestly, in— I don't know what you don't mean to jump around. I'm like, you're throwing me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No. Okay. So you're right. So she does get into storage. And so in chapter three, she talks about everything you know about storing. Storing joyfully. So she was saying that you need to store by material. So the three main categories are cloth, paper, and electrical. So she kind of was talking about if you're living with a family. Because I love too that she, she doesn't leave any rooms for it to be like, oh, that won't really work yeah. for me. Like, she's like, no, if you're single, this. She you literally this. said, she's like, those, which is funny. I have people like this in my life who all say like, I'm just not good at cleaning. She goes, well, suck. Oh, she says, well, <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I was like talking over my mic. Bro, I was talking over like, I kept like, boy, you need that. I was like, down, look, put your mouth down. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I was so although come on you guys heard me you guys heard. <laughs> but worry. like I have so many people in my life who are like well I'm just not good at cleaning and she was just like suck it up don't be lazy you need to do it she really did she's like nope you there's no reason you can't be tidy <laughs> absolutely not so yeah she says if you're living with a family sort first by the person then by the category mm. then by type of material so literally she's like sort okay everything for your son Mm-hmm. Sort by him, then sort by the category. Is it cloth, paper, electrical? And she kind That's of good. was like, all falls in that category. Then by type, it's... So I th- I'm just saying that because I feel like she's so practical. And then literally, yeah. guys, she tells you how to fold something. 
Every single thing could be folded into a rectangle. That's what I got from this book. <laughs> she really said, chapter four, rectangle. Like rectangle. literally every single item of clothing. She's like, you can fold it into a rectangle. <laughs> She's like, you give me a blouse, but- I'll give you a rectangle. You give me a dress, rectangle. rectangle. That is so funny. <laughs> literally, I was like looking because in the book, I know you did like the audio version, but in the book, it was like all these like images. Every oh, single cute. one ended up in a rectangle. I literally was like, got it. Were you bragging? Got it. Yeah. I literally went. And she's like, camisole, got straps, rectangle. Cute. I, like, I love that. Yeah. So honestly, that hopefully that helps you guys. She Every does a really rectangle. good job at making this practical for people. She doesn't yes. just give you an idea and then doesn't show you how to do it. Yes. And that's what I really like about her. Well, something that honestly got me too with the storage was she was saying that the key to success in like storage is basically you start by filling in all the built-in storages in your space on the assumption that they can accommodate everything you own. Mm. And I was literally like, oh my gosh. Every place I've ever lived in has closets, comes with drawers, comes with cabinets. I've never gone into assuming everything I own will fit in a space that's designed for it. Mm. I'm like, yeah. wait, that makes so much sense. That, like, that, like, <laughs> wait, they literally designed a unit, a bar, a apartment, a house with all of this space yeah. and storage space yeah. for a certain number of people. Yeah. Assuming all of your stuff will fit it. <laughs> so I literally was like, if it doesn't, maybe you've got too much stuff. True. Amen. And Although, so- sometimes I think the older homes. Yeah are not built in a way where it's good storage. Sometimes some homes just have no storage. Yes. Like they got two closets. Yes. And I think she was saying too, she's like, obviously you can have furniture like, like um, what is it? Like the armoires or like mm, cabinets or yeah. dresses that have storage. You can put those things in there. But she said, she really encourages people, work with what you have yes. first. Because yes. it really will help you be creative and be like thrifty on what you actually need to keep, yeah. what you don't. But I just thought, I blew my mind. I, I was like, What? <laughs> Like, I'm supposed to fit my stuff in this tiny drawer now. I'm supposed to fit my stuff in the space that's designed for it? No, never. Okay, so then she goes into a chapter on tying clothes. And literally, you guys, it's just, if you if you are feeling lost about how to store your clothes better, just get this book and go to chapter four. Yep. She literally will show you how to fold every piece of clothing ever. I so that. that's chapter four. Chapter five is about books. And tell me why I literally did a deep, like, <gasps> like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Well, you need to prepare page. yourself before you and go it, into this. Yes, it literally said books. I was like, oh, no, because I, I have many books. Mm-hmm. I love them. But it I, sparks joy. It sparks so much joy, though. So I literally was like, one, it shows like our interest. Like when you come into our home, like you, like Joel's guitar, like we just, I bought him one of his Christmas gifts was like a guitar mount, like a really Aww. nice one though that matches like the handle or the neck of his guitar. Mm-hmm. And it just looks, it looks beautiful on the yeah. wall. And it's like, he can grab it now Anytime. Mm-hmm. And so the books are like that for me where I'm like, it's very beautiful. I love looking at it. Um, She she challenged me a little. <laughs> she says the energy of book titles and the words inside them are very powerful. Mm-hmm. So then she says, in Japan, we say that words make our reality. So she says the words that we see and the words which we come in contact with tend to bring out events of the same nature. So kind of she's talking mm-hmm. about a little bit. It sounds like law of attraction kind of style. But yeah. she says in that sense, you will become the person who matches the books you've kept. What kind of books do you want in your bookcase to reflect the kind of person you are and aspire to be? Mm. If you choose which books you keep on that basis, you may find that in the course of events, your life change dramatically. And I, I'm not sure I necessarily agree with that, but I thought it was really interesting thought exercise to like look at the titles, look at the kinds of books I have. Because it's like, 
if you have a bunch of horror books, yeah. you might be a little bit of a dark, for, scary person. For sure. You might yeah. be a little down the dumps. Yeah. And if you have all these love romantic books, you might be a little bit, you know, I, I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I just looked at that bookshelf and I said, another day. <laughs> Not today. She said nothing. No, I she said every rule but next one. I will do rule one, two, three, four, skip five, <laughs> straight to six. I think no, I think it's a really good thing because one thing, I mean, there's a lot of people who talk about minimalism. And I remember when it came to books, I at the time was not a very big book reader. Okay. I hadn't read Sadie yet. Okay. <laughs> um, but we had a lot of books and a lot of them were things that we just had because people had given them to us. And so we really decluttered a lot of books. And it felt nicer but on top of that I found other ways to read them so it's like I don't have this huge attachment to feeling the pages other people do and that's what brings them joy for me I was like shove that audiobook in my ear I'm good to go no clutter it's but I get to hear right you know or it's like oh I'll read it on my iPad or things like that and so it's like but there's other things like music things good luck getting me to get rid of it I'm not doing it right not doing it because it sparks joy it sparks and joy and that's like why we all have different like personalities and yes. interests because, and that's why your home reflects that like, like she's talking about that personal museum it's mm-hmm. like it does have a reason like it does have a purpose so yeah. that was books and then she talks about um, paper the only thing I wanted to get into with that you guys is I thought she had a good idea of making a pending box mm-hmm. and so I feel like for me at least <laughs> Guys, with Tessa's medical bills, let me tell you how many pieces of paper I had. Okay. I literally had stuff from like the birthing center, natural situation, the emergency, C-section situation. I was getting mail all the time, all the time. And I didn't know where to put it. And even like regular bills, just anything coming in the mail. It's like she talks about having a pending box where it's just like one of those upright boxes like that you can get from like school files Mm -hmm. or whatever. She literally just like have a spot. Everything goes in there. And then she's like designate a day that you go through that thing. So once a month on this day, you'll go through it. And like, don't forget your bills. But don't forget <laughs> your bills. Don't forget your bills. But she was saying designate a day and then that box will be empty. Yeah. And I was like, yep, that's great. Like literally just have a reason, have a place, have a system. Yeah, for sure. I had, I did this, but like on another level, level, level as I took when that had compartments because I found myself forgetting the bills. Oh yeah. I said, don't forget the bills. Because if you just shove it and they're like, another day, you know, it's like I, <laughs> for me, I was really like, okay, it's been another day. And don't I'm like, it. I'm like, no wonder my lights aren't turning on. I forgot my <laughs> freaking <laughs> check bill. Well, see, you could put a little calendar, maybe put a calendar yes. to yourself, but keep the paper in there. Yeah. But I would split them, them up. Okay. Yeah. I would be like, oh, these are, my bills. Smart. And then these are like letters from people. Smart. These are like, you know, Smart. I only had like three compartments. I had like bills that were later and bills that needed now. Yeah. Just because my own personality, I was like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. She's like, goodbye. Goodbye. But it's a really good. Yeah. I like yeah. that. And she also, I just put all caps, toss the greeting cards. It made Amen. me feel so good. I look, cause I sometimes, I really feel bad. One of my girlfriends, she. Um, I tell people not to buy them. Oh, really? Don't buy them. Yeah. Put them in a little envelope. Tell me how you feel to my face. Or if you ever want to do a handwritten one that does not cost you money. Do not buy them. Five dollars a card for me to throw it out. Well, here's the thing though. But I was going to say, one of my girlfriends, she is such a card person. Like it is Mm. her love language. She is, she gave me this like Dolly Parton card. And because she knew me, she knew an inside joke. She, like she knows when she sees a card. Oh, she thinks of a person and then you feel so loved. But I'm not like that. And so mm-hmm. it's like really interesting if people are, again, that's sparking joy. Yes. Like she, it sparks joy for her. She loves it. She's good at it. And she loves getting them though. So for her, I will specifically try to remember, okay, get a get card, get a thoughtful yeah. card, get a funding card. Like just, it makes a difference to her. But um, I did feel really good when she was like, 
Read it, throw it out. I was like, hey, thank you very much. Thank Hunter, you very like, much. Hunter yelled at me at like Christmas because like our relatives, a lot of them just gave us money. Yeah. And I like would open, not in front of them, but when I was, <laughs> we'd go back to the room and would I, I'd take the money out and i throw the card away. Yeah. And he'd be like, you just got it. I was like, what do you want? You want to keep it? And he'd be like, no. I'm like, exactly. Throw it away. Like, Have you seen those videos where it's like the kid opens a card and, all and the like money $50,000 cash falls out of lap and they're like, dear daughter, <laughs> thank you for your love. Like literally yeah. just being so funny. Okay, you guys. Chapter seven, tidying kimono, which is again, Japanese word for miscellaneous items. So she literally says, you don't get out of it. Mm. If you've got pens, if you've got hair clips, yeah. she's like, no, you're going to do it. She says, gather all the items in that category in one place. Choose those that spark joy and store by the category. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. She literally is like, this is how you're doing it. Um, and I thought it was interesting too. She talks about just like her kitchen. It kind of felt like that. So something that didn't go with the rest of it because she was saying like, all you need is a kitchen that you enjoy cooking in. So the focus that she learned for a kitchen specifically is not what, not on the ease of use, but on the ease of cleaning. Mm, yeah. So she was saying like, it might be more annoying, like put your pots and pans and all this stuff down under... It might be annoying to get them out every day, but don't store it on top of your stove. Don't because you need your kitchen to be easily yeah. cleanable. She was saying that was actually the, the like better way to work in a kitchen. And I actually agree because I'm like, yeah, if all the pots and pans are out, that feels nasty. If you yeah. can easily wipe all your surfaces, clean everything, you feel better. Yeah. So she said that. And then I thought it was cool too. She said, items such as forks or undergarments. So literally she's like, forks or bras, whatever it is. <laughs> she goes, whichever comes in direct contact with delicate parts of your body should be treated as a rank above the rest whenever possible. And I did really feel like reading this book, there's such an element of like respect and gratitude for your physical things. Mm. And in, not in a way that like promoted maybe materialism, but in a way that genuinely was like grateful for everything in your life mm. and just treating it well. Like even she was just down to the freaking forks and knives. I yeah. really was like, I would have never really thought that. Yeah, I use them every day. I touch them every day. I put them in my mouth. Like I yeah. literally was just kind of like, yeah, it's it, when you have like respect and gratitude for the things in your life, you treat them well. Yeah. And I feel like it just, it, the whole book, it really, really felt like that. So, um, and then, yeah, the end, the last chapter was she was talking about the stuff that kind of happens when you're done with everything. And one of the things she focused on was like, you live with other people most likely. Yeah. Unless you live alone, you mu you're you going to be living with other people who you might be going through this whole Marie Kondo transformation, but they are not. So she's yes. like, what do you do? And so she was kind of saying, if your family stuff bothers you, be like the sun. And she had this really cute story where she's saying Aesop's fable about the north wind and the sun. She said the wind failed to blow off the traveler's coat while the sun got him to remove it simply by shining. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> like, That's not what I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, for me at the time, well, I started. Now did you just like be a hunter, pick up yourself? <laughs> well, no, it was just like, well, also, I think there's, there's a difference between like what she's talking about and minimalism. Yeah. I think minimalism is a whole nother level. And that's where I was trying to go. I feel like you get from here to minimalism. Yes, like, this you is start like with this. It is. The, and yes. once you start, it is hard to stop people because yeah. I am a throwaway queen. Okay, yeah. But I think when it came to Hunter is I really had to learn to respect that if he's not part, basically what she's saying, but in a way that I also told him, I would love if you would be willing to do this because I think it would make a very big difference in your life. Yeah. And I think also depends on who the person is. Hunter was like, I mean, sure, you do my laundry anyways. Like, yeah. I don't care. If you yeah. want to get rid of some stuff, let's get rid of some yeah. stuff, you know. But it is like respecting their boundaries as well. But also, there's just some things that had to go. Yes, I fully agree. I mean, my biggest thing, I'm always 
I like care about Joel and mm-hmm. he cares about me. So I'm, if he tells me, Hey, cause my, my, it, or his issue with my items is my books, which mm-hmm. is like hilarious. Cause that's like my, wow, yeah. thing. well, so for him, he's like, when you leave your books around the house, it feels cluttery to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I like in my brain, I have a reason why they're there. Like this book, I'm reading this for this. I'm, mm-hmm. I put this one there. Like, but he's told me it bugs him. So I really, really try. I'm like, okay, the book I'm reading currently, wow. I will put by my bedside. The other ones I will put here. My podcast books, I'll put here. Like I yeah. really, really try because I care about him. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, if you love somebody, you're just, you will make that extra step sure. to do it. But she also said, you don't have to make yourself like someone else's <coughs> things. It's enough just to be able to accept them. Amen. And so I really thought, she de- told the story too that was kind of cool of like this wife who is basically so annoyed with all of her husband's crap. She's mm-hmm. like, it is useless and piling up and annoying and disgusting to look at and all this stuff. And Marie was like, well, have you like, have you like, looked at any of it really? Mm-hmm. Like, And so she basically challenged her to go and like hold all the things for at least yeah. one minute. She's like, that is stupid. (laughs) No, but she did. She swallowed her pride and did. And then she all of a sudden started realizing like she'd pick up this shirt and hold it for like one minute. And the longer she held it, then she remembered, oh, this was like from this concert that he went to, whatever, with his friends. Oh, he really loved it. He came home super happy that night. Then she like held this like piece of paper and she's like, oh, this was like from his graduation. Like she started holding all this crap and she realized, oh my gosh. Crap to her, but joy to him. Yes, and then she would end up loving all these things that brought her husband so much joy because she was like, wait, this is like all the things I love about him. Little remnants of that. So I thought that was just like really sweet of like sometimes it can be so annoying when you're, you don't find the same value, mm. but I would just challenge you, just talk to them. And For sure. two things, if they love you, they will make the extra step to do that. Amen. And also if you love them, you'll make the extra step to just accept that yeah. that's part of them. You know, it's not forever. They'll clean. They will. Or vacuum will just eat it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> My mom had this thing when she would literally, when she, I think she would just like snap sometimes like when we were kids, because there's a million of us. Yeah. And she'd literally be like, I'm coming around with a garbage bag. My mom did the same. Anything on the ground. She's in garbage bags. And then it's no, not picked I up. Caught, it's going in the bag. I caught a cheese. Her gar- I, I was like, I take a garbage bag. Like, You're caught a cheese, man. No, literally, she would do that. She'd be like, if it's not gone, it's literally in this trash bag. So honestly, oh that could work too. True. Um, and then, yeah, just like the takeaways. I mean, I just think it was, she was kind of laying your mind determines the value of everything you own. So like you just get to have all these things in your life. You get to decide their importance or not. So like if you're making every tiny little thing super important, maybe reevaluate. If you're making these really sentimental things not important at all, reevaluate. She just kind of really leaves holistically of like, your stuff does say things about you. It can tell a story about you. It is important in your life, but you have to not let it control you. It Mm -hmm. has to be it has to bring you joy. Like it has to, you want to look around your space and just love where you live, whether it's like a tiny home or yeah. whether it's a mansion. Like you yeah. just want to have things that are meaningful, reflective of you and really good. I will just say, in my opinion, based off of myself, the less you have, the more time you have. Yes. The more time you have to do your hobbies, the more time you have to spend with the people that you love, the more time you have to even cook. Like there, you know, there's just the bare minimum things you have more time. And so- just my advice is like you take it slow. Yeah. In one room at a time. Well, I know not okay, so that was me. Clothing, baby. One Get category. Those first. Start with those clothes, do one category at a time, and also know that you are not a failure because I think a lot of times I would sit there in the midst of it with crap all around me. And I would just feel like, how did I get this way? Right. Um, but I just 
it's not a bad thing that you found yourself keeping all the little things that brought you joy over time. Yeah. It's just realizing that not all of them bring you joy anymore and that's okay. Yes. And it's okay to get rid of them. But also, Marie, if you have kids, okay, she said this one thing. I looked up, I don't know if it was in the book, but she has kids now. And she said, this is a quote from her. She said, but with time I eased up on myself. Then after I gave birth to my second daughter, I let go of my need for protection altogether. She said, I am busier than ever after having my third child. So I have grown to accept that I cannot tidy every day. And that is okay. If you have kids, like that is your top priority. And we talked about last week, the a year of yes, right? And Shonda Rhimes, she talks about how she started by saying 15 minutes a day of playing with her kids, saying yes to that is so, that also brings you joy. And so for me, like if I see tidy, like something that could be tidied, but I also see my kids who could use love right now, like choose that. Cause the tight, like you have plenty of time to tidy it, but you don't always have time to be with the people that you love. And so it's like, don't let it overpower you. I you love know? that. No, I think that's so, that's such a good takeaway. Cause it, yeah, it is like, Okay, you can tidy when they're asleep or you can mm-hmm. tidy after they go to bed. You can spend 15 minutes tidying for yeah. those 15 minutes of playing. Like, but yeah, prioritizing the people in your life over the things. And I think that does boil down to having less things, yeah. like being creative, being content, like, and just, yeah, having less things in your space. So do you have any takeaways of, are you inspired by anything from this yes. book? Yes, I'm going to go, like, maybe not tonight. Yeah. But, and I can't tomorrow either. But you know what? Thursday <laughs> is the day. Is the day that I will be cleaning my kids, like, clothes out. You know, and I'll send you a picture okay. before and after. Proof. We'll Proof. catch you next week. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> I'll tell you if she did or did it. But wait, I've got a question for you. Oh, yeah. Do you find, besides your books, areas of your life where you're accumulating more than you thought? Ooh, um, I mean, so my three areas, like my three takeaways was the first thing was clothing because mm. I really did. I It's so hilarious. I forgot that I picked this book for this month. Mm. And I was telling Joel at the start of this month, I was telling him I hate laundry. I just, I've always just despised it because it feels like this one chore that is never done. Like yes. I feel like I do it every single day, every week, I'm always folding, always putting away, always cleaning, always folding, put away. And I told him, I was like, I really want to, Reverse psychology, my brain. Reverse psychiatry, my brain. I was like, I want to trick myself into saying this year, I'm going to love laundry. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love folding clothes. I'm going to love putting it away. I really was like, I told them, I'm like, I love doing that this year. <laughs> and then, hello, I read this book and literally I was like, tell me why I'm excited to fold. I'm not, I'm I not. Not this rectangle. <laughs> so I think like that is the one thing clothes for sure because it's like I really love I love clothes I love style I don't know if I'm necessarily good at it but I really enjoy like she has ladies and gentlemen no, I don't I know just, what she's talking I about I really like I want to have fun with clothes and so I go through different phases mm-hmm. I would say so clothes for sure Um, actually the next one was I wanted to change so tidy up my makeup and skin like mm-hmm. hair drawers and clo- like underneath the sink yeah. that was one area we didn't really get into but she does have obviously She's got thoughts about that too. Everything. And so I was like, oh, I feel like one of the things she told about like tidying there, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about doing it that mm-hmm. way. So I, I'm actually going to go through and rearrange, like just change the way I have the items because yeah. I really think it'll flow better. And since having tests, like I don't feel like we have many unnecessary things, mm-hmm. thankfully. Like I really do feel like we were pretty thoughtful about the things that we yeah. bought and along the way. Um, but finding out where to store them has been the tricky yeah. one. Like even for me, like her little bathtub thing, mm-hmm. like for the longest time, I would just- I got a collapsible there. one. Genius. Things like that. Genius. You know, there's collapsible almost anything. And collapsible anything for the tiny home. For that tiny home. <laughs> <laughs> one day all the time. But yeah, so I feel like that maybe, maybe the clothes and maybe like I love 
um, skincare slash like I get really into like you know me yeah the lymphatic drainage the guan shine she is a clean girly I love doing it and so but but with that I also I do think I've been really really good about gatekeeping like okay no I'm not taking more stuff in until I use this thing up I'm not getting buying another this until I use this thing I'm not gonna you know so. But I said those are my three areas. Like after reading this book that I'm like for sure. Oh, the the third I didn't really mention, but it was like the how she talked about storing your stuff. I store all my like important papers in an accordion folder. Mm-hmm. So like every important document that we've kind of needed. And she was like, actually, that's the worst way to do it. Mm. She's like, because that thing gets so thick and you can yeah. never, you have to go through everything and find it. Yeah. So one of the things she said is put it in a binder with like the clear sleeves mm-hmm. and then categorize it that, like, wow. that way. And I was like, I did that with Tess. So mm-hmm. like I have a folder for her. That has like all the important documents. I just don't know why I didn't do that with my other one. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like that kind of stuff is like, it's very adult and annoying to like do that <laughs> crap. That is not the joy part, but Amen. it will bring joy when I'm like, once it's done, have the binder. So those are my three areas that I'm like, leaving this book, I'm doing them. Oh my gosh. I don't know about Thursday, but I will be doing I, it. I know. Well, I just have to. It's one of those things where it's like, if it doesn't happen now, yeah. might so still be there. You're we'll catch you guys up next week if she actually did it. Ah. I actually really am going to go through stuff because we're going to have friends um, visiting next month. And so I literally was like, that's a, that's a reason. That At least for that reason. bathroom. I'm like, that bathroom. I just want to like open up the underneath part and be like, yeah. <laughs> that I did that. I did that. I did that. <laughs> oh, Joel did tell me though. He's like, Sadie. Because I <laughs> I have like, I get really into, I love like learning and trying new things. Mm-hmm. And so I've been on my gua sha and lymphatic drainage grind for like literally so long now. But girl, what? you could do it for your body. Your whole body. It's a Don't tell me that. Wait, do you have to like buy a huge gua so I basically bought like this body. It's like a roll. No. It's like like this wooden paddle. (laughs) And literally, Joel was like, Sadie, I'm not going to lie to you. Whatever you just bought looks really kinky. That stuff looks crazy. (laughs) He said, well, I walked in the bathroom. He's like, that stuff looks crazy. So he's like, I basically was like, I cannot have people coming to stay with us. Opening up, trying to look for toilet paper and see like stuff that looks a little Got to keep that in your room in the car. So I literally was like, oh, I do need to store better. Oh, like that, that is so funny. That's there. So yeah. Anyway, you guys, that's oh what gosh. I'm going to be doing this week. I love that for you. Guashawing. Yeah. Guashawing. The whole freaking body. <laughs> I, I, I love that you're on that grind, though. I feel like you're just on the self-care, you know. I really am. And I was on it, like, right before. I just went through waves after tests, obviously, of, like, I was really, really good. I was like, felt like in the best shape of my life before I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then during pregnancy, I did feel like I really did a good job about like staying active and like yeah. eating well and stuff. You looked amazing. Then, oh, thank you. But then at the afterwards, you just go through such like weird hormone levels, dropping, yeah. rising, like just sleeping and your cortisol yeah. changes. And so your body will like react to all those things going on. Um, but I do, I just get like on these little like whatever. <laughs> the washer has been pretty consistent though, but my, my brother-in-law, he was telling me, because when we were in Arizona, I also ice roll. Do you know this? No. <laughs> I have ice rolled now almost, almost truly every single day since like the middle of my third trimester. Because what is ice so roll? So literally, I love ice on your skin. It's like, oh, there's okay. like all these benefits of like cold plunge and stuff. But an ice roll is literally just like, it's like a handheld like block of ice, basically, you yeah. put it in your freezer. And then in the morning, I literally will like 
ice roll because wow. I get really like puffy. My skin, it, my skin is like very sensitive. So it'll like flare, it'll get red, it'll get puffy, whatever. And in the middle of my third trimester, I was so swollen and my mm. ankles were cankles. They were literally <laughs> so I bought this ice roller and it was like kind of more expensive one, but I was like, I've been having my eye on mm. it for a long time. Mm. And so literally I would like ice roll my ankles <laughs> and ice roll my face. And so I do that every single morning. And so I brought it with me to freaking Phoenix. I love that. Because I literally was like, I genuinely can't imagine going two and a half weeks out doing this thing. <laughs> and so literally in the morning, I'd like have my coffee. My in-laws were like coming downstairs. I'm like, hey. <laughs> and my brother-in-law told me that it's called face maxing. Have you ever heard of this? No. Oh, no, it looks maxing. Oh, he's going to literally be like, you're such a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> he called it looks maxing. He said, oh, you're looks maxing. I said, what the frick is that? <laughs> that's how I know I'm literally like aging out of like the lingo because he literally said, he's like, well, that's like when models will like do different hacks and tricks to make their face look like tight. Sur- wow. Oh, I'm I starting. I literally said what? First time. I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, so literally he's like, oh, so you're looks maxing. So guys, apparently I'm looks maxing. Come on. No, honestly, times. I'm not though. I'm not because literally he said that. I was like, oh no, it's officially happened. Like I'm officially, yeah. I used to always know the phrases and like people would say that to me. Like they would be like, what's that? I'm I feel like, that working with kids. Oh yeah. Every single week they say something new. And I'm like, don't. I know. I feel like I just need to call him once a week and then literally just not even ask him, just like talk to him and like hear the phrases yeah. he's using and then be like, okay, okay. You're like, <laughs> you're like writing it down. You're very nice. I'm literally like, <laughs> like that. I'm trying to use them in sentences. Like, <laughs> Try to be cool. That ship has long sailed and no longer cool. Oh my gosh. Wait, before we go. Yes. I had this idea to share with them. Oh, when it the came listeners. to like the joy, like the, the lovely listeners. Love, love listeners. Okay. Okay. So this book really did talk a lot about like how to declutter, but I don't think it really talked a lot about how to not bring things back into your home. And one thing that really helped me was we are hard working women and men out there. Okay, your time is money. And so time what I time is money, baby. Time is money. And so what I found myself doing is, especially when I got a job, that made it a lot easier for me. Especially when it came to clothes or anything I was buying. And like you see something that's twenty five dollars, ask yourself how much, how many hours do you need to work in order for you to buy that thing. And a lot of times I'd be like. Okay, if, depending on what it is, I'm like, okay, that could be three hours of my time at work. And it's like, is that worth three hours of my time? That's good. And if it's not, I'm like, well, then I'm not getting it, That's you know? That's really good. So it's I've like it helps. something similar where they were like, double it. And if you can't afford that, you can't afford that item. Yeah. Because they were literally saying like, the way that your money comes in and rolls out, if you actually comfortably can't afford whatever that double price is, yeah. you shouldn't be buying yep. it. I was like, oh, and I love the 24 hour rule. I will do that anytime I'm like, unless it's something that I've had on my like list of like, I'm really wanting to find these items. Like yeah. I have kind of always in the back of my head or on my notes app, like a running list of like, I really like this kind of yeah. whatever. And so when you, but when you find something impulsively, give yeah. yourself 24 hours. If you still want it, then great. I That's so funny. I give myself a week. No, I was about to say, I've literally given myself weeks. Like yeah. there's literally times where I'll just leave it on my tab, like on my phone and I'll just keep coming back to it. And then I'm like, if I've done that for like two and a half months, yeah. I know, okay, I want this. I still would yes. like it. I still, because there's so many times where I'm like, click. I'm I know. Like, I know. Bye, bye. <laughs> You're like, that was not, I, I don't know what was going on with President yeah. me when I wanted that. But I do know what I'm like, I am very thankful I did not. Amen. Yes. Yeah, no, I love that. That's such a great way to end of just like, uh, being a very good like gatekeeper, what you're bringing into your space because mm-hmm. you can clean all day long. But if you're not like, if you just keep buying things, yeah. it'll never be tidy. Yep. 
and clean. And clean. And those are different things. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Marie Kondo. Thank you, Marie Kondo, you guys. I hope you enjoy this. We're excited to get into February. A lot of love books, a lot yes. of romance, but I hope you just feel really inspired to start this year off with some of the books and things that we've been talking about. Yes. I feel like this is a really good one. This is a very practical one. Send this to someone that you feel like would enjoy it or just would encourage them, get them mm-hmm. motivated, excited about just being tidy and being clean. And if this podcast sparks joy in you, please feel free to give us a follow on our Spotify. It really does help. It really helps our push us out so other people can see it. And if you want to follow us and get the sneak peeks and know when we're posting, follow us on our Instagram at the, it, the Novelty Podcast um, on there. And, you know, we'll, we'll see, see you guys you. next see week <laughs> with lots of love coming to you. Bye. Bye.